0: Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Denise Tunnell, for, t- for this evening, May 9th. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. We are excited, excited, excited about tonight's guest. Um, but first, I just want to remind you guys, if you have a question for tonight's show, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Now I'm going to turn it over to my sister, Denise, so she can greet you guys as well. Good evening, and once again, welcome to the show. We thank you guys for joining us, and we would like to just give a big shout-out to our listeners uh, all over the world. Um, Thank you guys for checking in with us each and every week, and thank you for um, tuning in to some of the past shows and checking those out as well. So we are excited about this evening's show, so we want to um, go ahead, get started, and welcome our guests. All right. So our guest tonight is makeup artist Matiki Anoff, and I'm just going to bring her right on the line right now. I think I'm bringing her on the line. Matiki, are you there? I'm here. Okay. I was hitting the button and wasn't doing anything. <laughs> oh, I see. Hi, okay. ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> how, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, thank you. How are you guys?
0: We are it's wonderful. Well. You know, a little tired from a little tired from late night filming. me, yeah. you know how that goes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're just going to jump straight into the show because I know you are preparing for work as well, so um, why don't you start off by just introducing yourself to our listening audience and just telling them a little bit about who you are, and, and tell us a little bit about how you got started um, in Makeup for Film and Television.
1: Okay, um, my name is Matiti Um I am Uh, Originally from, born in um, Ghana, West Africa, raised in London, England, and now I currently live in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, I started out, uh, I went to the London College of Fashion, one of the only colleges um, in England that do a degree course in makeup. And beauty therapy, and um, at the time i'm i 'm not sure about now, but at the time, this is the school where uh, the BBC would take um, pupils who graduated and um, take them into their training course so um, that's pretty much how I got started, so I did my uh, degree course in beauty therapy. Mm-hmm. With the plan of uh, doing medical makeup, I really wanted to um, go a little bit into the medical field, but to help people with, like, severe burning or any type of mm-hmm. accident be able to conceal their injury. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah. that's how I
0: started.
1: Um, uh, in my last year of college, we had to do a work release program where we would go to uh, hospitals, especially like burn units and the uh, severe accident units and see how we could cheer people up by making them up, helping them disguise their burns and disfigurements. But unfortunately for me, I would just get so emotional uh, every time mm-hmm. see somebody and, uh, after about a month of going um to the hospital, they brought me into the office and they said, Look, Diki, we're really grateful you want to go into this uh field. <laughs> Actually we're here to make people happy and you're crying all the time and depressing them even more. So
0: <laughs> this, is, this is
1: not the field for you. So there, there was the end of of my medical make so you know, gonna, that, I'm
0: sorry? No, I was going to say it's funny, but it's it's sad in a way because Absolutely. it's sad because if that's really something you want to do, but yet you can't help but get emotional about what you're seeing.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, um, just God doesn't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. That was clearly not what I needed to do. And. Um, so anyway, so I was fully trained and had all these ambitions of going into the uh, medical field, and uh, and I couldn't. I made application to the BBC, and it's very interesting that um, all the peers that graduated in in my class, uh, I was the only black person, I may add, in my entire year. I think there'd been mm. one black the year before, yes. So, um, uh, everybody was accepted, but myself. I couldn't even get the application. The BBC wrote to me and said, no, basically, we're not interested in your application. So, uh, (laughs) yes, devastated by that, and um, I um, decided to come to America, my father lived here, I was estranged from him, and I came to find him, he didn't want to be found, and (laughs) I met a guy who said, "Mm, you know, I do commercials, you do makeup, right? I said, yeah, yeah, I trained in it, he said, yeah, you should do commercials, so I started doing commercials, and and the rest is uh, history, as they say.
0: Well, you know, Matiki. let me ask you quickly, if you could just explain to our audience, what does it mean when you say you're applying to the BBC? What is it? Explain oh, yeah. to them what the BBC is and what that would have meant if they would have accepted you.
1: Yes. So um, the British Broadcasting Corporation is one of the premier um, networks of of England. It would be the equivalent to... Mm, like NBC or CBS, really, uh, really prestigious, actually. So they're the only ones who did a training course, like you do an apprenticeship. So I think it was probably like a three-year apprenticeship that you're trained with somebody and um, do work release to uh, film sets. And stuff to prepare yourself, and then to become a full-fledged member of the BBC. So at that at that time, uh, that was the only real uh, avenue into film. But the school I went to mm-hmm. geared people for for that avenue more than any other school uh, in Britain at the time. Very uh-huh. very very prestigious school. Very difficult to get into. And in fact, all my friends told me I'd never get in. So
0: <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> life, you
1: really just can't listen to people. You know, you have to be focused and uh, and and uh, follow your path. So I did get in. As I said, I was the only uh, black person in my year. And um, I graduated uh, with excellence and yet could not get uh, interview with the BBC,
0: wow, and so when you went you came to america you yes. when you came to America, you went to New York is that where you I did,
1: yes I came to New York my father was in New York
0: yes wow, so you started doing commercials, and like you said, the rest is history, and eventually, I guess at some point you got enough days, you got into the union, you started doing feature film and television. What were some of the challenges um, that you may have come across during your early days, you know, commercials and then leading into film and TV?
1: Yeah, I mean, there there were tremendous, tremendous challenges. Um, uh, First of all, even our our union, um, IA, was, um, how can I put it, very – I think it had a lot of nepotism. So if your mother was a makeup artist, it was likely you'd be a makeup artist. Or, you know, your father was a grip, so it was likely you'd be a grip and sound. But there were very, very few black people, uh, let alone family members, who were part of our union then to assist uh, African Americans uh, to get into the union. So... I think I took the union test six times, failed all of them. Although I had a degree <laughs> in makeup from one of the <laughs> most prestigious British colleges, yeah, they kept uh, they just kept failing me. And I, I don't want to act like oh, you know, woe is me. I I never ever felt like right. that at the time. It's just really reflecting on it now. You think, wow. That's what really was going on at the time. So, um I just couldn't not get in, in, in that way as I said. And then I remember I did a, a film with Robin Givens and um she absolutely loved my makeup and uh it was a film called Rage in Harlem, I think Robin Gregory Hines
0: and oh, yeah. uh,
1: yeah, it's so a period piece, 50s, like my, my favorite period. Um, mm-hmm. And um, after I completed that, she uh, got picked up for a TV series. that was meant to be like two female cops, uh, one black, one white, and then it shot in Chicago. And in order for me to do it, it had to be Union. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, She insisted on having me not only as a makeup artist, I was department head, and uh, Mm -hmm. I was taken into the union at that stage.
0: Wow! Yeah. Oh, I wish I would have. I wish. I wish I would have known that. um, My sister and I have worked with Robin on a couple of things, but the particular show that we're working on now, we're working on season three of Step Up, and she plays a character. Um she has a small role on that and she was just uh-huh. just here she was just here last week. Oh, really? <laughs> so that would have been interesting to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> that's a that's a great story though. Um because yeah. it doesn't happen that way for everybody. Um no. oh. you know, and and sometimes it's it's a little easier for some people and and sometimes it's not. And that and that's not to say that the union is picking and choosing who they're going to give a hard time. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that yes. for some people, they just do the work, um, they uh-huh. get their days, they make yes. their application, and they get accepted. Boom, done. Yes. You know, for yes. some it's not that simple. For, for some reason it's not just that simple. So, But it is possible. That's what I tell people all the time. It's possible. Just Just keep plugging ahead and keep doing the work.
1: I, I agree with you totally and I think things have changed dramatically, uh, I would even say yeah. within the last uh, I won't even say a decade maybe five years but just um, right. with the quantity and quality of uh, African American filming not that you only want to be pigeonholed into right. African American right. I can make up all, all type of people but Um, And it was interesting, in my early career, I didn't often make up a black person at all. I was always doing Mm -hmm. white commercials and and stuff like that. But um, lately, we're getting better budgets. I think Netflix has to really be uh, commended for how they Mm have shown that um, a story well told is a story well told regardless of the color.
0: Of, yes, right.
1: the, of the cost, you know, and uh I think they're they're proving that every day with uh productions. So I think that's got mm-hmm. a lot to do with it. Yes,
0: yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um this past year in twenty twenty we we um we talked a lot about um you know diversity and yes. um opportunities for Black and other artists to work yes. in this business, um the lack of the need for more yes. um what is what is your take on that whole thing like what, as far as like when you first started and now to today, like you said, there's more opportunities take a talk to us a little bit about what your thoughts are on that and how how you've seen things change, and do you think we still need more change?
1: Oh, I think we certainly need more change. But um, I think the direction we're going is is quite in a positive way. Um, as I said, uh, you know, I've tried uh, often to bring people in the union. I think I've brought about four people in the union since I've been in. And mm-hmm. I think that um, just because now we have more opportunities than before, I still think there are some areas that we need more training in. Uh, definitely yes. et- etiquette. You will know yes. this as well as I.
0: <laughs> you yes. know, but I think this <laughs> is
1: so much a time where people are in five minutes and you know think they should be department head and yep. mm-hmm. feel that I not key anymore. I mean, I keyed. The, the last job um, I was uh, on with you, I was running background, you know? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, there's no shame in that. I think that um, just to have people know how to behave on set, the professionalism, and the stuff that has nothing to do with makeup, you know, the booking of right. talent, the script yeah. breakdown. You know, I I, oh, I have to be careful. <laughs> I just know a lot of people who can who can do beautiful work, hair and makeup, but they don't know character. They don't yeah. know that's... continuity. But they're fabulous yeah. with what they do. And right. I think that's the areas that we could
0: greatly improve on. Number Tiki, you said Not something. You, very- said, you, you said you the, said the okay. So the last show that you worked on with Janice, you were running background, and yes. and I often think about this all the time. Like for people who um, are used to being department head, yes. you know, and for you to run background and, and just talk thinking about etiquette and all this kind of stuff. Sometimes yes. I, I feel like people find it hard to just stay in. It just, just to stay in their place and, and to, you know, to deal with what job they were assigned with. Like, yes. some people are so used to being department head, but when yes. they get to the point of now they're running back around, they want to be department head. You know what I mean? Like, they want to, they yes. want to treat that position as if they're department head, or maybe. And I've even seen people sometimes, you know, some department heads working on shows with with other department heads, and and it's like they're almost trying to tell that department had like what to do and how they should do things. It's like, I feel like people don't know how to, you know, stay in their place and just do the assignment that they were given. I agree with
1: you totally. Um, I'm sure Janice, I think she she was there on the first day where I had, um, let me just explain what it was. It, we were doing Wonder Woman and I think I had 28 um additional makeup artists which I was supervising uh of course we have a, had a british crew who were the designers and then we had an american department head which is my good friend Mindy Hall and she actually asked me to key and I think I'm just a little bit stronger with a, a very large group so I said to her no mm-hmm. I won't key I would look, mm-hmm. like to really run run the background on this one so mm-hmm. So what I did in the beginning is that I sat everybody down. Uh, We were shooting in D.C., and I know sometimes there's some snobbery if you're from L.A. or if you're from New York, and some people Mm -hmm. can have this little attitude of superiority. So I wanted everybody to know that was not happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, That's right, So I let everybody know there are no bosses here. We are all professional makeup people. We're all from different regions, but we are guests. And we're right. guests of this region, and the people from this region are to be respected. Okay? So there's mm-hmm. no hierarchy here. We're all here working but they should really keep that in mind and that I just wasn't having any nonsense that people thinking they're all that because they're from a different region. So that's, uh, I totally agree with you. Yeah, people, you know, and there was some madness on that. I, I, won't, I won't lie. Yeah. best <laughs> <laughs> to really be fair with everybody and um, make sure that everybody had a decent time. I don't know that they did mm-hmm. but I at least.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know, and and I really appreciated that. I'm not one that I mean, I know that it exists and that it happens, but I'm not one to really focus on or be bothered by somebody else feeling like they're superior. You know, that doesn't I don't even pay that any attention, but a lot of people will. Um yes. and I really appreciate that I appreciated you having that starting off the day with that um, to the point of what my sister was saying, you know, it's funny because I was working as an additional and so was um, some other people that were there. Uh, but it was funny because I'm standing across from my key that, I, we you know, I did a movie here in Atlanta, and department headed and my key who works out of New York um, mm-hmm. was standing on the other side of me, and now we're both working as additionals. So, exactly. you know, for people who – like she was talking about, just do your do your part in whatever position you're in. You know, it That's doesn't right. even, a lot of people who are strong and they, they're confident in what they do, they can go and they can work as a department head today, they can be an additional tomorrow, they can run background, you know, they can key, whatever. But yes. I agree, there needs to be a lot of training um, in this industry, like you said, on a lot of things that has nothing to do with makeup.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, I, I think that's essential because especially I think from it, it's 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 not so easy to get into the union here because we're not a right to, to work state. You see, so right. uh, there's not you know you can't have uh, your cousin from the salon come and work one day. That, that's right. not happening. Not to say that that's a bad thing you know but as I've like as I've said I've seen some uh, wonderful craftspeople, but they lack the know-how the character of uh, what we're doing I, I just did a job and the we had a whole scene when the actress was in bed and her hair was messy and we did the whole master shot like that and then when it came to the close-up, uh, the hairdresser went and fixed her hair and made it all neat. And I was <laughs>
0: like, oh my God. No, 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 no. what is she doing? You know,
1: but, you know, you can't <laughs> tell anybody anything these days, you know. So I had to no. stay in my And uh, but, but that's, that's the kind of thing that... um you know when the academy is looking at stuff, that's that's what they're looking for. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And, it, and it's, me, it's I, really I sad think. because a lot of t- a lot of times, sorry, a lot of times, um, you know, it, like you were saying, you know, get your cousin from the salon. You know, yeah. a lot of times that that wouldn't be a bad thing if whoever's pulling them in is training them. Exactly. It's like you can't you can't and not tell them exactly what they need to do. Exactly. It's not just about doing hair. This is not salon hair. It's not yeah. about beating a face all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like people have to be trained, and if you're not willing to train them, don't even bother, to be honest. Exactly, exactly. So,
1: yeah, it, that's that's a little frustrating, you know, and, and that's where I see um, all the time that that's, that's what's lacking, and you know that comes from not coming up in the industry. You make your mistakes yeah, that you, yeah. make, A lot. you can't make them as department head. You know, so, right?
0: Right.
1: right. <laughs> right. right. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. You have to actually come up in the industry. You have to put in yeah. the work at those other positions. Um, because just coming in and thinking that you can department head right away, yeah, you may go in and you might you might make it through the job, but yes. you haven't learned anything along the way. Exactly.
1: exactly. I mean, even so even, is-
0: even in, like, right-to-work states, it's like, to me, I feel like it's important to do, you know, people think, oh, it's a right-to-work state, I can work on union projects. But it doesn't mean that you have to work on union projects to get your, to get your days. You can work on independent film, and to me, those are the best places to work out a lot of things.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And also, we never stop learning. Um, You never stop learning. You never stop learning. Okay, so I was running background, but I learned so much. We had all that tattoo covering. I saw different ways of tattoo covering. I was like, oh, wow. No, so there's no shame in the game, you know? Humble yourself. And uh, and learn. You learn every single day.
0: Absolutely. Now you mm-hmm. said a few minutes ago something about people. You know, people can do really good makeup, but they know n- nothing about character. How do you? Exactly. When you have these, when you have these actresses, and you, you have somebody that's really really good at, at makeup, and they come in, and these actresses want all this makeup. Like, how do you? Yes. Tell an actress or convince an actress, like, "Hey, you don't need that. Your character yes. doesn't require that." How do you <laughs> talk an actress through that? <laughs> yes.
1: Well, you know it, it's, it's very, it's very, very interesting you would ask that because uh, my project that I'm starting um, uh, Monday, we have five men. Every one of them is bearded. Everyone, mm-hmm.
0: okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So I said, mm, I know how this is gonna go down. I'm gonna meet them and they're gonna yep. say, Oh, I was cast like this Okay. Right. So <laughs> how I
0: had the whole
1: actress thing or actor thing is I've had deep conversations with the director and the producer mm-hmm. and I've got everything cleared beforehand. I do a look book for them yeah. with Example. So, you know, you spell it out nice and clear what everybody should look like and what your looks are. So then when I approach that, I can go very confidently and say, well, when I did the breakdown with the director, he really was very interested in you looking like this with less makeup. See, then it takes them. Uh, the emphasis on me just not wanting somebody to look beautiful and that this is right. the producer and the director's decision.
0: Right. Right. Yes, gotcha. That's good. That's really good. That's, you know, it's almost like you have to, because I'm hearing you say in the lookbook, and it's like that's things that I used to do, but I feel like this new day and this new way is taking me out of that but i find myself going back to that and i think okay. that's important i think that's so important that we to me stick to the basics stick to how things used to be Absolutely. but you know
1: i think and you know what's so great now is that because of instagram you can actually you know whereas before i just would show looks of of people now because of instagram i can go onto their instagram Find a, a makeup look where they're not so made up. You see, then right. find a makeup look when they're extremely made up. Do my collage and and show yes. it to the producers and directors, and they immediately—it's not like they've got to think, "Well, I don't know how she'd look like that." There, there's their Instagram pictures you know, and yeah. uh, then they can decide and we can all decide and then I can go to the actor and say, oh, yeah, we looked at your Instagram and this is the the look they love. This is what the producers want. Then it's not me, you know, the mean old makeup artist who doesn't want right. you to look, doesn't have, you know, five-inch <laughs> lashes when right. you wake up in the morning, you know, <laughs> uh, Exactly then it's it coming for the producer and the directors and the look is approved that's what i told them this is this look has been approved mm-hmm. so with the five yeah. men with the beards you know they want one with a mustache one clean shaven all looks approved i'll go in monday and say this is your approved look from instagram this is how they <laughs> want you to look Thank you very much. And then
0: give them five <laughs> minutes to, to to process it all.
1: Yes, and if they don't want to process, I just say, like, oh, I don't have a problem. I think this is something that you should discuss with,
0: with That's the right.
1: director. That's it.
0: Yep. absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'll say, let me take yep. a poll of you, I'll send it to the director, and if he loves, he's changed his mind, we can go with that. Yep, but you know then there's usually oh no 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 i'm good i'm good
0: right exactly <laughs> you got to, be a try to bully you.
1: In business, you know oh my goodness
0: <laughs> you got to you got to get them before they try to bully you <laughs> yes yes absolutely <laughs> that's good what was, i'm i'm looking over your resume and yes. what what would you say was one of your most challenging projects? Um, what would you say was one of one of your most favorite projects? And then what would be your dream project? What would be a dream project? Okay,
1: most challenging. Um, I would actually say the one I've just uh, finished. Uh, uh, with Denzel and Michael B. Jordan and the reason why it was challenging is because uh, it's uh, a biopic it's a true story of uh, Dana Kennedy who's this uh, incredible um, she runs Simon & Schuster but she used to be uh uh, New York Times uh, journalist and it's her story about how um, she married a a serviceman and he gets killed in uh, Iraq and uh, it's the story of her child uh, being raised really by the journal that the, the father wrote for him while he was uh, in the service. So um, the issue was is that we had to age the main character 20 years in fact every character had to age 20 years uh, with the exception of Michael B. Jordan because he, he passes after about 10 years and um, but my actress was 25 and the real lady in I think she was close to 40 when she had the child so it was just very very challenging having to change the subtlety of each year. So pretty much the whole movie is in flashbacks. So one time she's three years older, then she's five years older, then she's seven years older, then she's 10 years older, then she's 20 years older. So for me, it was really a lot of back and forth. We were doing a lot of block shooting. So that was quite quite challenging. Thank God I had an actress who had no vanity so she didn't have a problem aging the 20 years and uh, a theater actress so she was amazing.
0: Wow. Yes.
1: So I would what, say that was the what would most challenging.
0: Challenging, okay. Yes. What, was, what would you say was one of your favorites? One of my favorite, um, I, I love period pieces, so
1: I'd have to say, um, I think the the Rage in Harlem, the one with Robin, only because um, that fifties makeup. I think I I I was at my pinnacle then. <laughs> I think she just looked first. <laughs> and also, um Ma Rainey. Ma Rainey, um, in terms of. That period—it's it, interesting because everybody who sees that film says they felt transported. For me, that's like the mm-hmm.
0: biggest
1: moment ever. That there mm-hmm. was nothing that took them out of the era. They really felt like they were in 1927 Chicago.
0: Wow! So wow!
1: One of my one of my favorites.
0: You know, that's wow. funny because. Because when Robin was on Step Up, I did ask her. I said, "What was one of your favorite projects um, to work on?" And she said, "A Rage in Harlem." There you go. Yeah. I, so, you
1: have yep. to read it. I'm telling you, she looks incredible. And I I found that she was one of the finest actresses I'd ever worked with. Phenomenal.
0: Wow. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's interesting. She would say that it was a, it was yeah. a tough, but I, I I just thought it really showcased her her talent, and I got to do all these fabulous looks on her. So yeah, I, I one of my favorites. Oh. I want
0: wow. to a, I wanna get back to Ma in a I want to get back to in a minute. But what would be like a dream job for you? A dream job. It's really interesting because of all the the Ma Rainey
1: publicity, and uh, I probably did about 30 interviews, um, but I did an interview with a, a black magazine. I can't recall the name. And they asked me um, what had changed in the industry and what what would be my dream era to work in, in, in terms of period. And I said... Um, what I've found is that throughout my career, we could always do period. For some reason, mm. if if we are suffering, downtrodden, uh, <laughs> there's a budget for that. You know what I mean,
0: <laughs> so, right? Um,
1: <laughs> yes, uh, and it, it it was very difficult to see. Um, a, a, a lovely contemporary story. So uh, it was very interesting. I was watching, uh, I was I was reading a review of uh, Sophie's Love, Sylvie's Love. Sophie's Love, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Sophie's mm-hmm. Love? Sophie's yes. Love, I think.
1: Yeah. Yes. And um, they were saying that they shocked it so much because nobody thought that there could be a black love story imagine how ridiculous that is and that was period you know (laughs) so (laughs) uh, so when they were asking me that question like what era would i love to revisit in film i said i think this current era we want more movies that just show us of who we are now. We've done the period stuff. We've done the slave stuff. Not to say, not to take anything away from it. Every film has, you know, a a wonderful part to play in our in our evolution of film. But let's have the contemporary love stories. Uh the contemporary spy stories. Anything. You know, I'm I'm all about the now and uh I don't feel that we can only express ourselves through sorrow and misery and being downtrodden and that we have these beautiful complex lives and we need to see that
0: cinematically. Yes. Yeah absolutely. I'm ex- I'm excited about seeing um run the world on stars. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It is so great to know that there's a you know Four black females. It's just exciting to see uh, these black women on TV.
1: Absolutely, and let me tell you, I I don't know what the budget was, but I've never seen anything like it for a black production, never. So, mm-hmm. and imagine is that uh, stars made so much money from Power <laughs> that uh yes. went all out on this one apparently i I don't know this to be a fact, but many people feel that you know p- uh power put stars on the map and kept it afloat so i that's yes. not a fact that I know, but all I know is uh this was very well budgeted extreme and that's yeah. why you see it they the girls were all designer in fact, Patricia Field mm-hmm. was the designer. I mean, dripping in designer stuff from top to bottom. There was no budget for makeup. We bought whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted. It, it was a first for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, right. We yeah. um, we've worked on we worked on a, a show called um, Survivor's Remorse back when Power was first coming out. They both actually yes. they both were having their first seasons around the same time. And uh-huh. I could tell that you know it was like a star with something big, because, like you said, you saw these the way- the look of the shows, and you could tell yes. with all of the designer stuff that people were wearing yes. that okay, there's some money somewhere,
1: you know, right. and
0: so the the show that we're doing right now, the first two seasons, was on um YouTube Premium. And now they're on stars, and everyone's saying, Oh my god, we could tell that they're on stars now, and just whole mm. production value has really exactly. been taken up a bunch of notches. So, yes, hopefully, they're right about stars. <laughs> yeah, yes.
1: I, I mean, we uh, first of all, the girls are gorgeous, but uh, we really um. We really were very proud of it. They they look stunning. I I pray that it's a big hit.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I'm excited about watching. Um, it's going to be good. So I I to, before we have this last few minutes, twenty minutes left in the show. I wanted to kind of go into more conversation about my reigning. Yes. First of all, first of all, congratulations on a wonderful career, and I know yeah. that this movie has brought so much attention to you and your career. Um, so congratulations to you. Well-deserved. Um, and talk a little bit about um, when you got maybe the call to do the show, the whole process for preparing, because I know it was a, a big thing, and just take us through that whole Ma Rainey journey from the beginning to the last award show. What was okay. it like?
1: Um well when I I did Fences and I did Viola for Fences, at the end of Fences um Denzel announced that uh HBO had um decided to green light the whole catalogue, the whole catalogue of August Wilson. So oh, we were wow. all thrilled and delighted, blah, 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 and he said, and the next one will be Ma Rainey. So it didn't come as a shock for me. Since Fences, I kind of knew it was coming and had my design elements. We actually only had two-and-a-half-week prep <laughs> on this oh. next <laughs> wow. It's a very long story, which I can't share with you because the producer shared the story with me. But uh, uh, maybe I'll, I'll tell you the story privately one day. We'll, gotcha. we'll have a- Okay. <laughs> anyway, HBO were off, and um, Netflix uh, came in and saved the day. And so we had very little time, and uh, Viola had to return to how to get away with murder. So we had, I think, mainly only two weeks with her. Okay, so mm-hmm. once I knew that on this one I wasn't doing Viola and Sergio and uh, and Jamaica were doing her,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, then I, dis- well, what I should say is that when I saw Sergio's concept for Ma, then I had to greatly adjust everybody else because she if, if we were not careful, she would have looked clownish and garish because the makeup was so over the top. So then oh. I had to really seriously think about how everybody else blended her, around her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the play takes... <laughs> this was my mistake, reading the play. The play takes, <laughs> takes place in the winter. <laughs> Then I get to sit and they're like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, George wants this in the heat of the summer. I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. So everybody had to be sweating. Okay. Mm. So that's what, but um, there's very little written about uh, Ma Rainey. The things that were Mm -hmm. written very cruelly, one was that she was the ugliest woman in show business. And Mm. second, that she sweats so profusely all the time that even when in her performance if you were in the front row you would often get sprayed because she sweat so much
0: so hmm.
1: the sweat was actually like another level of I call it oppression the heat was another level of oppression in, in the film so I had to think what's going on in this woman's world okay She's probably Mm -hmm. first generation freed slave, okay. She's um, she's a lesbian, but she's also married, okay. So clearly she Mm -hmm. don't give a damn. Um, Right. Everything that her Caucasian counterparts can have, so she's gonna have a silky wig. She's gonna, you know, have all her rings. She's gonna have her gold teeth, and she's gonna have a, a fur coat in 90-degree weather, right? She's going <laughs> to show up in any way. <laughs> and uh, we had to kind of separate the country folk from the city folk, you mm-hmm. know, make a distinction in that. Dusty May, May, uh, her makeup was a little bit off. Her dress was worn. I mean, we had Anne Ross, costume designer. I mean, creme de la creme. So she gave mm-hmm. her a was threadbare. So that already gave me an indication, you know, this is not a, a wealthy girl. Even though she's got a rich a girlfriend, Ma has not spent a lot of money on her. She's still got this mm-hmm. old dress on, a crumpled hat. So I really had to play down the makeup and uh, and work with the actress who, you know, so often doesn't, want to look bad clearly but right. she was not supposed to look polished so that that was uh, the approach I did with, with the men it was just demodernizing them getting rid of all their tattoos uh expertly done by a Carl Fullerton uh, plugging up all the little holes in their ears all these mm-hmm. kind of things when I watch a mo- movie take me out of the period yeah exactly you know?
0: So, exactly.
1: Yeah, so you, I just had to be so aware of that. But of course, they were all sweating. So the sweat obviously would lift the makeup and lift the tattoo cover. And oh, it, yes. And then
0: mm.
1: um, everybody had to sweat, but nobody could outsweat Ma. So we had to have degrees of sweat. So everybody had like a sweat highlight moment. <laughs> so when the when the nephew was stammering, he sweat more in that scene. When the boys were fighting, they sweated more in that scene. When um Ma was threatening to leave, the owners of the studio were sweating more. So everybody had like their sweat highlights throughout the movie. The only person who didn't sweat was Dussie May because she's kind of figuring out who she's gonna leave with for, you know, for <laughs> how is her life going to be improved? Is she going to leave with uh, Levy, the Chadwick character, or is she going to stay with Ma? So that's pretty much how I went, uh, went about it,
0: yes. Wow. And, oh and how long did it take to shoot this movie? You know, we shot that movie, I
1: believe, in seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because Viola oh, wow. was only there two and a half weeks, so we shot her out completely. She only had a couple of scenes, actually, with Chadwick, and it was like two different movies. So we shot all Viola stuff, and then we shot Chadwick stuff with the boys in in the room, and uh, yeah, and then we did. They probably overlapped by about five days. And then a Viola left to continue her show, and we shot all
0: Chadwick stuff. Oh, wow. Wow. So Critics' Choice, FAFTA, Academy Awards. <laughs> yeah, It was a lot, and um, but well-deserved. And how did you feel? Because, you know, that's well, I'm not going to say every makeup artist, but for me, that's a makeup artist's dream. Like, you know, for your work to be acknowledged like that, What? how did it feel? When did you know, okay, it's happening? You know,
1: um, nobody goes into a production thinking that this is going to be of the category. I think right. that uh, um, when... When I saw it, I got it. I remember the producers, uh, Todd Black, called me and he said, Matiki, have you seen it yet? It's incredible. I
0: said, how would I have seen it? <laughs> you know,
1: He said, it's incredible. He said, it's just incredible. I said, oh, okay, um, fine. So when I saw it, eventually um, I understood. I think our cinematographer was incredible Production design was incredible. Costumes were incredible. And I I think makeup and hair really did their job. There was nothing... It was so seamless for something that we did so quickly. Um, I think... uh, It's very interesting. We won every award that we were nominated for. So... uh, I was a little concerned that because we were in a time of Black Lives Matter and all uh, everybody starting to have a conscience, I thought people would say, "Oh, this, oh, they're awarding them because it's it's that time." So, what made me really happy is that we won every award. We didn't just win some awards, we won every award. That from we won the Hollywood Critics Association, we won the Critics Choice, we won, um, what else? There's another one BAFTA, uh, the Guild, the Hollywood Guild, Makeup Guild Award. And, and of course, the Oscar. I I wasn't actually on the Oscar ticket, um, a long story, but uh, the movie won the Oscar. So it, I don't think anybody could say, oh, they were doing it for uh, diversity reasons or the industry right. felt that it was time to do that. Do you know that uh, when Denzel congratulated me, he said he has never, ever been nominated for a basta? In his old career.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of that BAFTA, I want to know now that you shared your story, what was it like winning the BAFTA? Considering you know you started in the UK, you yeah. were, you, you applied for the BBC yeah. and didn't get accepted. How did that feel winning that BAFTA?
1: You know, it 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 was actually surreal because all my family there were like, losing their minds, and mm-hmm. uh, I just, um, I think I was just, I said, if there's something we don't win, it's going to be the BAFTA, you know, I was actually <laughs> quite convinced mm-hmm. uh, that we would win the um, Oscar only because the reception that we were getting, the amount of interviews that we did...
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay. Everybody
1: was saying across the board that it was their favorite movie of the year. So, um,
0: gotcha.
1: yeah, but the BAFTA, no, the BAFTA is not known for, uh, really even American film that much, let, let alone a a
0: American
1: right. film. Yeah. yeah. So it was really, really surprising and, and uh, wonderful. I mean, we were all just, uh, blown away and once we got that I think we knew that it it was smooth sailing for the Oscar because this really proved it wasn't um like a token <laughs> a token right, right. that we had really, really earned this award and everybody felt the same unanimously.
0: Right, right. I tell you, I was just happy when I would see different, you know, you or Debbie Young or different people yes. posting, like, this award, that award, you know, yes. um, I was just getting really excited because I was like, okay, I know they're going to get this. They've got to get this. And apparently, across the board, everyone is loving it. Yes. So I was yes. really happy. Yes. But, you know, it's, it's also it's also exciting because, you know, when people have put the work in, not just for that particular project, but their mm-hmm. entire career, you know, when when people put the work in, you know, this is what could happen. Yeah. Indeed. Absolutely.
1: As I said, you don't go into a movie expecting any award. And there's so many factors, so many factors. Exactly. You, you could do the most beautiful work and the DP sucks, you know, or yep. mm-hmm. you do the most beautiful work and the production Quality looks really cheap when it comes out, you know. So the, there's so many factors. I think just all the stars
0: aligned on that one, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's a, and that goes to prove that it's a team effort. Like you said, you have know, the DP yeah. sucks, but your work looks great, you know. <laughs> exactly. But overall,
1: it's not going to come across that way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Very proud wow. of that little.
0: Yeah, and you know, awesome. it, it's funny because I I didn't see um, you know just like watching like the, the the red carpet shows and things, and maybe I just missed him, but I didn't see like Benzel at the Academy Awards. Uh, I don't, I don't quite remember.
1: Denzel is a big kind a big award guy, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I think he's the uh, no.
0: But uh, I'm sure he was thrilled. Uh, yeah, really of sure. course. <laughs> of yes. course. But uh, again, congratulations. Um, but I thought speech was
1: amazing, wasn't it? Just.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, thought it was a wonderful. It was. It was. It was perfect. Um, sure. it was perfect. Um, yes. Yeah. And like I said before, I'm going to try really hard. I know everyone's working, but I'm going to try really hard to get um, the whole team on the show. We have to do another Saturday or or something. We will, but um, I would love to just get everybody on talking about it. Because it it seems like just listening to some – I've seen several interviews um, with the two of you, you and Mia, and then I've seen interviews with – Um, the the three that were on stage that night. And it just seems like you guys worked so well together. Yes. Um, And that is just like, that is so ideal. That is just like when you can come in and your actual team works really, really well together, and then everybody else in every other department, you don't know how things went in their department, but you know they all put forth their best effort. And this is what you get I just love I just love those stories, and I just love people who are coming into the business to hear those stories because they don't a lot of people I'm seeing and noticing if they're not into the team aspect of it all. It's just about what they can do.
1: Oh my goodness, it's my biggest frustration. it really is,
0: yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Um, Definitely going to try hard to get you guys back on, but I know everybody's working and I know you're getting ready to get started with work. So, um, everybody else is in Atlanta. I know. (laughs) (laughs) They're all here (laughs) working.
1: So, you should be able to grab them. At least, you know, at the weekend, uh, you should be able to get them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. a weekend. So, you know, and then I know you're getting ready to start your new job. So, but I'm going to try hard. I'm going to try until I get him. I tried. I asked you a 100 times last <laughs> sure? year, but we finally got you on. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed.
1: I really enjoyed it. it, was, it you wonderful questions.
0: Yes. And I'm just so appreciative of you coming in. Um uh, being with us today, and just um, I'm so happy for you. I've always admired you since the day I met you. I've, you probably never noticed, but I've always just <laughs> watched how you how you did things whenever we were on the same show. So right. it's just a great honor to have you on today, and I greatly appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for yes. Uh It's been wonderful. Absolutely. But we have one one All last right. question, really quickly. Okay, really quickly. What is what is your definition of beauty? Oh,
1: by um, I I was fostered as a child, and my foster mother would always say, um, "Beauty is what beauty does." Mm. If you act beautiful, mm. regardless of of the visual, it's all. Yeah how you present yourself to the world.
0: Yes, absolutely. I love that. Beauty yeah. is what beauty does. Absolutely. And with that, that sums up our show. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, ladies. It's been a pleasure. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Oh, thank right. you so much. Okay, continue. Right. success. We'll thank same you so much. You. And same to you. Have a okay. good one. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Thank you, guys, for tuning in tonight. We greatly appreciate you listening. We greatly appreciate Matiki um, um, joining us tonight. Congratulations to her again. Job well done. Great career. Um, and I, I'm sure we're going to see a lot more um, from her and her and the work that she's doing again so greatly appreciate her coming on and we're going to try hard to coordinate schedules so that we can get that whole entire um my rainy team on and i would even like to get uh debbie young back on to talk about you know she ran the background so um that would be interesting to hear about as well so stay tuned for that we're going to work hard to try to put that together but nonetheless. Um, We have some great shows lined up for you guys for the next few weeks, so stay tuned. We have um, all live shows coming up, so stay tuned for that as well. All right, with that being said, Denise, you want to tell them where they can follow us? Sure. You can follow Beauty Talk on Facebook. We're Beauty Talk Online Radio. You can follow us on Twitter. We're Beauty underscore Talk. And then you can follow us on Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And then you can follow Janice and I both on all of those platforms Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And just simply by our names, Denise Tunnell and Janice Tunnell. It's D E N I S E T U N N E L L. And Janice is J A N I C E T U N N E L L. All right. So with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in and have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.